Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 83, where we're discussing The Lie from season 5 of Lost. Who is Saeed? I thought he was your friend. He is my friend. Well, he's also got this double life where he does crazy ninja moves and spy stuff. But he's a good guy. A good guy doesn't kill three men. A good guy doesn't kill any men. Mom. Don't mom me. You are in terrible trouble, Hugo. The news thinks you did this. And if the news does, everyone does. Why is this happening? How can anybody want to hurt you? I don't know. Tell your mother the truth. We lied, Ma. What do you mean you lied? All of us. Your Sherry Six, we lied about what happened after the crash. And what did happen? Okay. See, we did crash. But it was on this crazy island. And we waited for rescue, and there wasn't a rescue. And then there was a smoke monster. And then there were other people on the island. We called them the others. And they started attacking us. And we found some hatches, and there was a button you had to push every 180 minutes, or... Well, I was never really clear on that. But the others didn't have anything to do with the hatches. That was the Dharma Initiative. They were all dead. The others killed them. And now they're trying to kill us. And then we teamed up with the others because some worse people were coming on a freighter. Desmond's girlfriend's father sent them to kill us. So we stole their helicopter and we flew it to their freighter, but it blew up. And we couldn't go back to the island because it disappeared. So then we crashed into the ocean and we floated there for a while until a boat came and picked us up. And by then there were six of us. That part was true. The rest of the people who were on the plane, they're still on that island. I believe you. I don't understand you, but I believe you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 83 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And today we're discussing The Lie from season five of Lost. Um, I think this is really a Hurley-centric episode, but not really in any uh, 
special sort of way. It kind of covers right. many different characters. Um, mm-hmm. But let's uh, jump right in here. Um, the first section I have is on Penny's boat. It's just after they've you know gotten onto the boat and they're kind of discussing their whole story and exactly what they're going to say when they get off the boat. And Hurley kind of makes it clear that he doesn't want to lie about what happened to them. And uh, Jack says they need to in order to protect those they left behind from Charles mm-hmm. Widmore. Yeah, uh, that was kind of that was kind of uh, interesting to see uh, that there wa- there wasn't just this one idea, you know, and they all just went with it. That from the get go, Hurley was like, "I don't want to do this," right? You because know? it, it definitely has personality to be against that type of thing, you know. And he knows he can't keep a secret to begin with, so that yeah. was that was interesting. Yeah, I liked seeing kind of the what was behind all of that, like you know them actually formulating the plan. I think before we just kind of jumped right into it, mm-hmm. you know, hearing the story for the first time, but it was kind of cool to see where that all came from and why exactly they did lie, you know, all of that stuff. The next group I have is, um, let's see here, Hurley and Saeed. Uh, we pick back up where we left off with them in the previous episode after Saeed was shot with a tranquilizer dart and uh, they're driving around and Hurley gets pulled over by Ana Lucia and uh, she basically is telling him to be more careful um, because people are after him and he's got a lot of work to do. Uh, she tells him to go back, go to a safe place, uh, get new clothes and stay away from the cops. Uh, she also says Libby says hi. Um, any thoughts on the whole, you know, Anna Lucia vision? I mean, it was definitely interesting because it was um, it wasn't just like some kind of crazy vision, you know, that he had. It was like definitely right. Had, had real content, you know, and, and yeah. so it, it definitely seems like there's something going on. I mean, obviously, something going on there with that, um, right? But I, I can't. I, it's kind of it's just weird to me because obviously we know that Anna Lucia is dead and and all this stuff, but like how Hurley can still see her, you know, it's it's right. It's kind of one of those things where I, I I'm I'm not sure if this is an ability he has since he's been on that island. You know, he you know I'm I'm just kind of lost at it, but. But it was yeah. definitely interesting think, seeing her again. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I'm most interested in learning is exactly why Hurley has all, or I guess Hurley and Jack really both seem to have contact with these dead people. Right, yeah, definitely. And what explanation there is for that. Because, I mean, it would have to be a pretty decent explanation for it not to seem kind of hokey and, right. you know, cheesy. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. I was like, you know, it can't, it can't be just some kind of, nonchalant answer it has to be some kind of real yeah. real answer you know right but uh hurley ends up taking saeed to his parents house and the police are kind of staking out the house so his dad ends up taking saeed's unconscious unconscious body to jack who then takes him to the hospital mm-hmm. and then uh, a little bit later on uh, hurley's mom starts kind of digging for the truth she can sense that there's something wrong and he basically tells her the whole story of what happened and as soon as I watched this again, this is actually only the second time I've watched the episode. Um, I remembered like um, how awesome it was to hear Hurley kind of recap um, exactly what this entire show has been about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, we've gone all this time with the the hiatus, and um, they actually aired the first two episodes back to back on the the premiere night. So we had the last episode and this episode both one after another. 
So this episode with the recap of what had happened uh, was just awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Yeah, it was really neat, but it also just, it's, it just kind of puts in perspective how crazy it really sounds and, and is, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you're sitting there and you're going, oh my gosh, Hurley is, I mean, his mother's going to look at him and go, you are absolutely in, you know, just yeah. insane, you know, and, <laughs> and, uh, right. but, but it, even with the show, when you when you kind of look at it from the perspective Hurley just gave it, you're like, oh my gosh, that is what I've been watching. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it, it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. It's good to hear it again. It's And the show, it doesn't seem that crazy no. when you're watching it, but when you hear it for, and you know, put it the way he put it, you know, when you hear it put the way he put it, it's like, this show's weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so later that night, you know, Ben shows up at his house and Hurley's so frightened that he, you know, hurl, he hurls a hot pocket at him. <laughs> that was um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, taking Saeed's advice, he refuses to believe Ben and instead opts to turn himself into the police. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really interesting because he went against what Ana Lucia had told him, you know, you know Ana Lucia had said, don't get arrested, you know, and stay away right. from the police. Um, so yeah. it kind of, to me, I don't know, you know, how he said on the boat, you know, there's going to be a time that you're going to tell me you're going to need my help or you're going to want me to do something. I'm going to say no. This would be the time right. that I would have probably broke that. I would have been like, okay, this is the time I'm going to go against what Saeed has told me to do, especially if mm-hmm. Ana Lucia from the dead is telling me not to get arrested, you know? Yeah, exactly. And of course, I mean, we don't know the the nature of these, you know, appearances from dead people. That's true. I mean, they may somehow be working for the same purpose as Ben is, you know? Yeah. For all we know, um, the purpose of her showing up was to help convince him to go back to the island. Well, that's you know? true. We, we don't know. Ben can summon the smoke monster and do all these other things. You never know what he could yeah. do. I mean, and, and right. at, with this whole thing with uh, Saeed being hit by a tranquilizer and all that stuff, it almost seemed, I mean, very, very uh, integrated, but very like a real deep plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, right. he, he knew that he would uh, get shot with these things. He knew that he would have to call up on Jack to fix him because he couldn't take him to the hospital. You know, it was like almost like it was mm-hmm. so well thought out. It could have been all Ben's plan. Right, right. So the next group is Kate and Aaron. Uh, they're they're on the run again, and she gets a phone call from someone, a friend, uh, saying that they're in L.A. and she sets up a meeting to you know to get together with him. Right. And of course, the friend ends up being son. And uh, Kate tells her about the lawyers and how they're trying to, you know, do the the test to make sure she's the mother and all this stuff. And son says they don't want to expose the lie or otherwise they would have just done it. You know, right. instead, what they really want is to get Aaron and suggest that Kate should, you know, kind of, quote, take care of them. And uh, Kate says, you know, what kind of person do you think I am? And it hit me tonight. I'm really not so sure what I think about this dark you know, the dark side of sun. Oh yeah. There's definitely um, a dark side. There's something there. really creepy about her now. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she's definitely a lot more like her dad than I would have ever thought. Yeah. You know, and that just like do what it takes to get what I need done, done, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's almost like a creepy, like, you know, hand that rocks the cradle side to her, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, you know, she, she kind of points out that, you know, Kate at least had a hand in what happened to Jen mm-hmm. and that she doesn't blame her, but you know, Oh, by the way, how's Jack? Like, yeah, like I do blame Jack, but I don't blame you. And it, it was just really creepy. Oh yeah. And it's like, you don't feel like you can trust her at all anymore. No. I mean, it's such a character change for her. I mean, she seems yeah. so sweet and innocent and now I'm just like, Oh, she scares me. 
Yeah. And it just, it kind of bothers me. I mean, I just don't, I don't feel it <laughs> very well. No. And it, it just seems like such a departure from, from who she was. Yeah, it's a it's big a, stretch. It like, makes me feel kind of betrayed in a way. Yeah, it's, and it's a huge stretch. I mean, I mean you've seen some right. little bitty things, but like, I mean, kind of person she is now, like you said, it's just kind of like, it's, it seems unfair from all the, you know, investment yeah. we had in her character before. Exactly, yeah. So next group is Jack and Ben. Um, they're still getting ready to rally the troops, to, you know, and Jack goes on the hunt for some pills, but Ben tells him that he flushed them all down the toilet. And uh, Ben tells him to go home and get a suitcase, and if there's anything in this life he wants, you know, to take, go ahead and take it because he's never coming back. And Jack says, good. Yeah. And um, Ben says he'll, you know, he'll pick him up in six hours, and he's, he needs to take Locke's body somewhere safe. And Jack asks, you know, kind of, he is dead, isn't he? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Ben basically doesn't answer him at all. And, um, you know, Jack asked, or Ben just kind of says, I'll see you in six hours. Right. He leaves it at that. He never answers it. And which obviously, of course, in my mind is like, oh, there's something going on here. Yeah. It made me think, okay, because it's paired with the Saeed being in a coma type thing here. You know, mm-hmm. this whole sequence, I'm like, okay, that drug, whatever it is, is very powerful to the point where yeah. you, you look like you're <laughs> dead, you know. Right. This could be yeah. another one of those things that, you know, just, you know, it's kind of the uh, Romeo-Juliet thing here. You know, he's just asleep until he's awakened, you know, later by this antidote that, that Ben only has or whatever. You know, it could be part of the master right. plan. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's see here. Um yeah, Ben goes to a butcher shop. This was an interesting scene, I thought. Mm. And he talks to a woman named Jill. And I actually thought we should listen to that scene okay. real quickly here. Have a nice day. I'll be right with you. Hello, Ben. That's the porterhouse you're looking for. We're out. No, no porterhouse. I do, however, have something very important in my van, Jill, and I need you to watch it for me. Is it what I think it is? It is. He'll be safe with me. Have Gabriel and Jeffrey checked in yet? Yeah, everything's moving right on schedule. How's it going with Shepard? He's with us. Really? What'd you do, bribe him with some pills? Cut the man some slack. He's been through a lot, we all have. Right. Of course. Sorry. So keep him safe, Jill. Because if you don't, everything we're about to do won't matter at all. So, of course, her name is Jill, uh, which we already picked up on. And Ben says, I have something very important in my van, and I need you to watch it for me. Uh, She knows exactly what it is. She knows that it's locked. And um, seems to know exactly what's going on. Like there's some kind of plan going on, and she's part of it. She knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, then that. Oh, go ahead. No, I see. That was just a little. I mean, she was so like aware. It was just kind of like odd to me. You know, like she was already. I, like I don't know. It just seems like there's people on the outside that are so linked to this island. Um, that we, we've even seen some of them in the past and we kind of get reacquainted with those later in this episode, but that they are, they are so a part of this Island. 
that you know they they all are in tune with the same message. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. But even off this island, this seems that way. Uh, off the island, it seems like that this lady already knew what you know what Ben was going to do, and she was all part of right. it. I mean, it just kind of kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah, I think the whole um, idea of them having this group, you know, or you know, of people who like even off the island, they've still got something going on. Oh, definitely. It's like they, I mean, of course it's probably still related to the island in some way, but why do they have this, this group that's off the island? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but to me almost kind of, it would make sense because that's how they get their supplies. That's how, you know I'm saying? It's part of their, you know, they'd have to have some type of outside resource in order mm-hmm. to keep, you know, like like the butcher, you know, food coming in and, you know, things like that. I mean, it almost makes sense that there would be people on this rotation, you know, that would, would aid the island and, and, and they've been there before and they kind of go off and they work this, you know, job and help the island and maybe they go back on. You know, it kind of seems like that might would be the case, you know. Right, right. So she, Ben asks her if, you know, Gabriel and Jeffrey have checked in yet. You know, of course, two Mm -hmm. people, we have no clue who they are, but these are two more people in their group that are doing something and they should have been checking in for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I have no clue what that would be, but what would they be doing to where, like, they would be checking back in? Yeah. Um, What I'm, I mean, only two people that I've seen in this episode that were together were the, the detectives. I was like, okay, is that Gabriel and, and the, you know, the other guy, you know, are they supposed to be taking Hurley and to, uh, to custody, you know, custody, you know, is, is, is this part of the plan too? You know, I mean, it just, or is it the lawyer people, you know, that went and visited mm-hmm. Kate, you know, or right. is that the pressure that, you know, is this all, to me, it just seems kind of like it's Ben's plan. So I've kind of pen tried to, look at what's going on as everything doing it with Ben. Oh, you know? dude, that's, that's awesome. Um, that's a great point. You know, the Gabriel and Jeffrey could be the two guys that were the, you know, Agustini, you know, the lawyers that showed right. up at Kate's. Right. Because, yeah, they were totally, obviously the effect that they had was to push her to run. Right. You know, so if, if, that, if, if that helped them get her back to the island, then mm-hmm. that would totally make sense for that for them to be those people, right? Dude, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how in the world do you think of this stuff. <laughs> that's so awesome. I never even thought of that. See, it, with, when you when you do like this, it's it's either it's either brilliant or or gutter, you know. So it's like you just got it. You got to like swing for the fences every time, you know. So most of the time it's gutter, but every once in a while it might be something that's worth listening to. No, I think there's been a lot of times throughout the past, you know, that you've you've had ideas and theories about things that have like totally come around, you know. I mean, some of the stuff isn't totally answered yet, but you've had bits of information and ideas that have ended up being, you know, right on. Right, well. I think that's just crazy because I had like I think I I totally spun my wheels so much uh, kind of investigating these really outlandish, ridiculous theories that mm-hmm. ended up being like nothing like what it ended up being on the show. Sure. Uh, but like a lot of your ideas have just been spot on. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'll tell so I think you that's uh, incredible. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying that you, you've, um, known anything that hasn't happened yet. I mean, no. 
No, definitely not. I mean, everything that actually, I know what you're talking about. It's like some of the stuff I've said in the past is we kind of find out and I've even made reference to, oh yeah, that's what I said about three, right. you know, you know, last season or whatever. Yeah. It's been kind of cool because I think one thing, and we're kind of getting off the, the episode here, but the one thing that it's kind of helped me do that is because I'm not listening to all that other stuff. Yeah. So my mind's right. not going in all these directions. Now that probably you know, kind of is a pitfall for me in some areas because I'm sure there's some great commentary out there. There's great things out there to listen to, to kind of help you with through the, uh, the mystery. Right. But I just kind of watch it at like just, well, obviously just at face value. And I just kind exactly, of, yeah. you know, and so. I think that there's a lot to be said for rather than having your theories on what's happening, kind of tainted by everyone else's, you know, just take it at how you see it. And that's the kind of the cleanest theory you can come up with. Right. Yeah. So, so I think that's cool. Cool. So Jill asks if, um, you know, how things are going with, with Jack and, you know, cause she kind of cracks a joke about his, you know, pill habit, uh, when Ben tells her that he's on board and Ben says to cut in some slack, he's been through a lot. We all have, right. um, which I liked. I mean, this is like Jack's nowhere to be seen. So there's no manipulation going on here. It's just Ben having some sympathy for Jack. Yeah. I like, I like this scene as well. I almost, I almost thought that after he said that he, they would both just sit there in silence and then both start laughing, you know, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like one of those, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. And then they'll start laughing, you know, like, but no, it was really good to see Ben, you know, come to, you know, Jack's defense. It seemed like right. at least and, and yeah. like you said, all on his own without any kind of like manipulation going on, you know? Yeah. And it's almost, I'll tell you what it made me think of is it's like they're privy to some information, Mm-hmm. that kind of gives them a perspective that's that's really amazing but and Ben rather than choosing to look down on you know the survivors Jack and Kate and all of them because they don't have that same information he's choosing to have compassion on them that's true uh, like like they don't know any better right and um it just that's the first thing that popped in my head was just like it sets up that scenario yeah, where they, a, they know something true. no one else does. I mean, it may just be the island. It may be something else. But he has compassion yeah, for those people. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So Ben says to keep Locke safe because if you don't, everything we're about to do won't matter at all. So mm. why does Jack, Locke's dead body, um, why is it so important in what they're trying to do? Uh, I'm... I'm I'm not real sure there. Only thing I could think of is that, uh, that everybody that came out has to go back, you know, and he had mentioned that before, you know, that everybody mm-hmm. that's, that's left has to come back. And if one's right, missing, right. if his body's gone, sure. uh, then yeah. they couldn't, or you could, you could do the, I mean, even deeper or not deeper, but crazier than that, that Locke was the last one to come through. So he's, mm-hmm. he knows how to get back. You know, it, it, especially right. if this thing's changed, you know, because I, I don't, I can't imagine there's some tra- trap door that they can just go to, you know? Yeah, right. No doubt. But I don't know. And I'm hoping that it has to do with a lot coming back to life, too. Yeah. Yeah. It gets kind of lonely with, you know, having ja- or locked dead yeah. on the, in the real world. You know, of course, oh. we're getting to see him on the island and everything, but. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't a, imagine yeah. it. I mean, it would be so, such a bummer. Like, if they go back to Zylan and they bury Locke. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, it's like, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Which that kind of plays with my head too. I mean, well, I guess it's, it's because everything we're seeing on the Island is three years ago. 
yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, that kind of messed my head too. I was like, wait, on the island he's alive, but in yeah. real life he's dead. Which <laughs> yeah, I the guess could totally time jump just really is playing with my head a lot. Yeah. Which could I guess totally make sense if he were on the because that thing's traveling through all kinds of time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, right. I guess he could be alive on the island, dead in another place. You know, I guess we're all dead in some space and time. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In another dimension. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phew, anyway. But uh, Jack calls Ben to tell him that Saeed has just been delivered to him. Um, and Jack works on getting Saeed conscious again. And eventually he wakes up and nearly kills Jack in the process. Um, which I like this scene just because, you know, Jack and Saeed are back together again. You know, we I think this is the first time we've really seen him together yeah. in quite some time. Mm-hmm. If so this the next is... Group, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, I was going to say, if this is three years ago... <laughs> yeah. What this is like shortly after they got off the island in a sense because oh they, no no this is this is three years later three years okay, after they got later off the yeah that's right that's right okay so yeah. that's three years later so this is okay yeah that does mess my head up really but does but I, but I guess we don't know what the three years look like on the island I mean I mean I don't yeah know right at all, you know I, so I think the way that makes the most sense to me is obviously with Jack and everybody we're seeing what's happening now. Sure. With everybody on the island, we're we're starting from when they left the island, and we're working our way up to now. Sure. At least it seems that way so far. Okay. Because right. obviously, there's this this huge mystery as to exactly why Locke is dead off the island, mm. and they're kind of leading us up to that point. I think of telling us exactly sure. what's going on. Sure. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. Um, okay. Yeah. The last. Last group I have here is back on the island, of course. Um, Sawyer continues to search for a shirt, uh, which, again, totally puzzles me. Um, (laughs) This is like two episodes now where they've made distinct references to Sawyer looking for a shirt or trying to get a shirt from somebody else. Oh, maybe his like concern for skin cancer increased. He's like, dude, I'm totally going to get a sunburn. Can I please get a shirt? Obviously, (laughs) I need a shirt. Yeah. But Daniel gets back to the beach from his encounter with Desmond, and he says that they can't leave the island until he can calculate a new bearing based on where they are now in time. Mm-hmm. Um, later, he and Charlotte are talking, and she starts complaining about a headache that won't go away and says that earlier she was thinking about her mom, and she couldn't remember her maiden name. And uh, Dan tries to just kind of dismiss it and says it's no big deal, but Charlotte doesn't buy it and asks him if he knows what's wrong with her. And of course, there's no answer, but it seems pretty obvious that he does know what's going on. Yeah. So did it put you in the mind of Back to the Future at all? Uh, this whole, like the memory of her mother's maiden name is like starting to fade. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It does seem that way. It's like it's that stuff starting to fade away and it, it, it definitely has that feeling to me for sure. Yeah. And and it's kind of weird. I mean, I'm a little hesitant about, about that aspect of the time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I hate for it to get all cheesy and you know, like where they're looking at a photo and one of the people starts to disappear, disappear. because something changed and you know, all flux, that stuff. If there's a flux capacitor in this, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah. I am out. Yeah, that'll or be a DeLorean. They'll find one of the the old stations and there'll be a flux capacitor on the wall. Or a DeLorean park somewhere. Yeah. I am so out. 
<laughs> if yeah. Michael J. Fox ever goes or you know comes in and guest stars, I'm out. Doc, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jack yeah. will become the the new Doc. Oh, exactly. You know? See, they got the Doc already. Oh my gosh, it's going yeah, they're, there. Yeah, they're just totally setting us up for it. It's going there. <laughs> <laughs> but later, they're they're kind of arguing about something on the beach. I can't even remember now what it was. But um, and then all of a sudden, some flaming arrows oh, start oh, shooting out of the jungle towards the them. annoying guy. The yeah, the Frogert. Frogert guy. Yeah, guy, the yeah, people the, under the stairs guy. Yeah, ex- that's where I've seen him before. Man. No, no tongue. Yeah. Nah, nah. The, yeah. The tongueless guy. I almost remembered his name, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy, a little bit of him goes a long way, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But several people... Only, go ahead. Go ahead, man. Sorry. No, I was just making, I was making <laughs> a wisecrack. I said that's just why he hasn't been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's why he's one of the background people, like the exactly. background artists. Exactly. And uh, so several people get tagged with the arrows, and um, you know everyone else starts running into the jungle. Sawyer and Juliet are in the jungle later on, and they see some people in you know jumpsuits, and they end up getting captured. Mm-hmm. Um, the main guy, which is a really mouthy, annoying guy, I think. Oh, is yeah. about to have Juliet's hand cut off, but Locke ends up saving the day and kills. Pretty much the whole group of people, I think, or yeah. knocks them out at least. Yeah, knocks them out, and yeah. Great time thoughts for Locke on to those show people. Up. Well, yeah, it was really weird because they were military looking. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, they mm-hmm. were, they definitely had like military uniforms on, and they also right. said, "What are you doing on our island?" You know, right? Like almost like there's a base there, and this is like their their place. You know, I mean, it, it definitely seemed very militant to me. Right. You know, like, yeah, definitely much more so than any of the groups we've seen before. You know, the hostiles sure. or the others. For sure. I mean, now the the arrows seem like a different group to me. I don't know that those guys would be shooting like fire arrows. Yeah, that's that is kind of weird because the the they people who actually captured them had guns. Exactly. So it seems like there's two groups there. One maybe primitive, and the other ones, you know, oh, good this. Point. The other ones just like military group. Right. Right. Very good point. So the last thing I have here is somewhere, you know, someone is in the dark, in a dark room, kind of writing on a chalkboard with, you know, some equations. And there's a photo of an island next to the chalkboard. Mm -hmm. Um, They then move over to an old computer, which flashes event window determined. Mm -hmm. And there's this giant pendulum swinging behind them, you know, like making a spot on the, on a giant, you know, like a giant star on the floor. And, uh, of course, they make a connection between the star that it's drawing on the floor and the, and the map on the computer. Right. Um, so, obviously, it's like it's marking something on a map. Yep. And, and it says, event window determined. Um, thoughts? My thoughts? Well, for one, it's the girl that sold Desmond the ring. Right. And two, I believe that it's Dan's mom. Why is that? Because that's who Desmond's supposed to find in order to get back to this island. To me, she's the only person who knows where this island's at at this point. Okay. And that's the coordinates that's the coordinates that she's tracking. That's what she's looking up, and that's why it's moving very so slightly and you know, all this thing, and you know, she's going to get in these you know, she's pinpointing where this place is at. And, you know, right. she kind of erases one thing and then kind of redraws it. You know, it's like, to me, it seems like she is finding out how and where where this island is and how to get to it. 
And Desmond's right. gonna. I, I could just see her and Desmond having a conversation here before too long. Yeah. Well, yeah. The one thing we I think is real clear from this whole scene is you know Ben shows up, of course, and and he asks her if she had any luck, um, which seems completely obvious. He's hmm. saying any luck finding out where the island is or how we can get back to it or something of yeah. that nature. Right. And, um, you know, she says, yes, I did have luck. So she's clearly pinpointed it, which is why mm-hmm. the computer said event window determined. Yep. And, well, um, she asked him if he had any luck, you know, getting the oceanic six to go back to the Island pretty much. And he says he's having some difficulty and she says he'd better get busy because he only has 70 hours. Right. She did say 70 or was a seven. S- 70 i thought or okay yes maybe yeah it yeah it was a very short period of time but i right. i i believe and like i said that this is the window that they have to go through with those six people or you know at least those the, those people to go back to this island and she's right. the only pinpointed it for that that time period i mean like outside of that right. it's going to move again right so she's kind of right. tracked this that way it's going and she's got a window of this you know on this point at this time you know kind of like the whole doc theory you know what i'm saying with the whole right. back to the future when lightning strikes at this time you mm-hmm. better be there you know and uh if you're not it's closed and then everything that we've worked for is lost right which but, once again desmond getting called back to see her would bring desmond back to you know as well that's another reason for him to how to get him back my problem with that is um Dan told him to go to Oxford sure, to find his mom. Mm-hmm. Ben is in Los Angeles. Well, we think he's in Los Angeles. He's in well, a that's church. Where, that's where Jack and Kate and all of them are. Yeah, but we also saw Ben in the Middle East. Well, yeah, but that was before. I just don't know that. I don't know that Ben is... I still don't... I don't know. Like I feel like Ben may have the ability to... To go, you know, to go to these different, but I don't know. I just don't know if, I don't know if that place was in, uh, because oh, that I won't, see what you mean. Okay. Like that woman jump back and forth very quickly from yeah, to different places. That, I, I'm wondering about that because that woman yeah. was in, uh, uh, where Desmond was at to buy the ring, um, mm-hmm. whenever we first met her. Right. You know, where, where he, he was from. Okay. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so if if she was there, either she had to move to Los Angeles or mm-hmm. she's still there, and that's where Ben went. Okay. Yeah, because Ben did say, I'll pick you up in six hours, which wouldn't be enough time for a round-trip flight. You know, no. I, think, I think at that time um, Desmond was living in England or something, something like that. Yeah, but either way, somewhere in Europe. Yeah. I don't think he would have enough time to make a round trip flight. So yeah, either he has a way to go quickly from one place to another or, you know, she was in, you know, Los Angeles. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't get told exactly that that was in sequence in time either. That's true. Good point. Well, yeah. well, actually we did because he says, you know, her, he lost Hurley tonight so what happens if he can't get them all back that's you know, true. to the island? That's true. And she said, God help us all. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, it's it's I, all within a short period of time. Yeah, that's true. I just don't understand, like, 
I guess I'm not really I'm not convinced that he's still in Los Angeles when he talks to those the, to her, and, and, right. and I don't have I don't have any other reason to think that other than before she was live she was in England or whatever that yeah. woman was, right, right. But um, now here's an interesting thing. Um, since this episode wasn't you know it wasn't too long ago this episode aired for the first time, I actually remembered a theory I had at this time. Okay. Uh, which we could discuss a little bit if you're, if I can remember how to, to phrase it exactly here. Um, so I was trying to figure out exactly what the case could be that if Jack and all of them did not go back to that Island, why would it have like, you know, an effect to where she would say, God help us all. You know, why would them not getting back to that Island be like, have terrible consequences for everyone? on the earth it sounded like uh, you want my thoughts on that well I, that's the t- question i was trying to answer and i mean yeah i would love to hear hear what you think about that why would it have dire consequences for everyone only thing that i, I mean because it definitely seems that that way my only theory would be that you can't change the future and no matter what, it's supposed to it's supposed to happen you can't you mm-hmm. know but when on this island it, what they were never supposed to leave, so that did alter some events. If they don't right. go back, to me, it alters everything. Everybody, you know, what I'm saying it, it totally shifts. The you know, it it changes that rule, which to me, that the woman made it sound like it was like that's. I mean, that's an impossibility, and and and, and even if you could, you shouldn't change. Mm-hmm. You know, change in the uh, the future or the past. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. It to me seems like if they don't go back, everything on that rule is debunked. You right. know what I'm saying? And, and now I don't know what the consequences could that could be. I mean, does the world go mad chaos because of it? Because these 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 events weren't supposed to happen, and so on and so forth. You know, the butterfly effect. You know, type. You know, thing. Uh, or is it? Or is it? I mean, that's my only. That's the only thing I could think of because she was so adamant about that in the previous episodes, um, way back when. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, I remember my theory was it's it's hard for me to recall now, but I remember the basic idea was that, you know, throughout the course of this show, there's been a really big emphasis placed on like past connections with Mm -hmm. these people. Like the fact that, you know, Boone would be in the police station and Australia and Sawyer would go by in the background and all this stuff. Um, and the best I can remember this theory was that, um, you know, the reason why they had to go back to that island is somehow uh, the earth as a whole was about to start experiencing these kind of time jumps, just like the people on the island are experiencing. Sure, and that, that could be. Yeah. That group of people, you know, as a whole, somehow could represent um, through like several degrees of, um, what's the word here? Like, so, you know how everybody in the earth is supposed to be connected within a certain number of degrees right, like of each seven other. degrees of separation yeah. or something like yeah, six exactly. degrees or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so somehow with this group of 42 people or however many are left, you know, since everybody died, um, that those, that group of people could almost just within their group could somehow represent a connection of everybody on earth and it's somehow true. they could almost serve as constants for everyone Ooh. on earth. Ooh, that's good. And so, and so the jumping through time wouldn't actually harm anyone because they could serve as constants for them. I mean, I don't know if that still stands up or not, but like after I watched this episode, it, 
that I was like real excited about that. Yeah, that makes that makes actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's it's really 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 a good theory because that would also explain people off the island on the island having connections and able to do what right. they do, you know, without having these weird consequences and stuff like that. You know, yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know I say that that I think I actually hope that that's the direction they go. I mean, cuz that would be really really cool. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, imagine I mean it's a huge scale of I mean, I can't imagine them, you know, actually doing um, you know, scenes where the the whole earth is kind of jumping through time, you know, like that. Um, and everyone starts getting getting nosebleeds. They'd have to do a lot of shots of individuals right. with nosebleeds, you know. Yeah. So, That'd be kind of boring, but it, yeah. Yeah. But it, it does kind of seem cool and it see, seems in keeping with the previous kind of themes and things that they've used on the show. I like it. Um, I like where it. Where it seems like it could make a lot of sense. But that was that was just a theory I remembered. And I don't think I don't know if since then we've gotten enough information for me to know whether or not that's true or not, but um, that's one I could remember. I do I do like that theory a lot. That's 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 really good. If they do go that direction, they have to have Kevin Bacon on at least one episode. <laughs> Why Kevin Bacon? You ever heard that? Like <laughs> like seven there's uh, like was seven uh, degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. You never no, heard I haven't. that. They said that you, basically, like you can link any star to Kevin Bacon by you know really? within seven steps or something like that. Like movies and stuff they've done together, you can link them always <laughs> back. Yeah, man, come on, they can, they can have Kevin Bacon. That's this awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, but but yeah, I like that a lot. I, I mean, has there been a lot of discussion about that th- theory, or is that just kind of your thing? No, that's just one I, I came up with. I've I've been avoiding the the whole lost forum stuff since we started doing the show, um, um, just to kind of keep from getting myself too confused and gotcha. uh, getting in trouble. Um, but I'm hoping to tear back into that stuff once you and I get caught up with sure. the, the season five here. <laughs> I bet a lot of people will like will like that theory, and I bet a lot of people will be jumping on it. I'm I'm curious to know what everybody else thinks. I mean, even if you. If you've you've been watching season five and everything, and you know you know information that kind of disproves my theory, I'd I'd love to hear it. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's just something I've kind of been thinking about. Cool. Anything else for the episode? That's it. That's it. We've got some uh, a little bit of comments here on the forum. Let's get into a couple of those here. Okay. First off here, uh, Debbie writes, my favorite bit in this episode is when Hurley is telling his mother everything that happened, sounding absolutely insane, even to us who watched it unfold. And you you mentioned that as well. Yeah. And, and she says, and the biggest tragedy of this episode is that previously shirtless Sawyer finds a shirt to wear. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually pretty nice to see that he finally got a shirt. Yeah. But seriously, as Sawyer begins to emerge as a leader, we get a glimpse of the man he is intended to be. And this Sawyer fan was thrilled. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, it's like Sawyer in, in a lot of ways is turning into the person, you know, he's always meant to be, I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. She says, a couple of thoughts from your podcast from Because You Left. I think Desmond is special and has a different relationship with space and time from when he turned the failsafe key in the hatch and was exposed to all the electromagnetism. Remember, in the constant, when Desmond started experiencing side effects, Daniel asked if he had been exposed to high levels of electromagnetism. It wasn't. It was after the hatch explodes that Desmond starts flashing. 
So yeah, we had talked about why the rules didn't apply to Desmond and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably is the best explanation for why he's different from everybody yeah, else. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. And uh, she says also regarding why Sawyer asked Daniel for a shirt and asked Frogert for a shirt this time is definitely a shout out to the female Sawyer fans <laughs> who always notice when the episode has a shirtless Sawyer in it. <laughs> yeah. So that cle- that clears it up, I guess. Totally. So uh, BCK Lockhart writes a couple of strange things that, to note about this episode. First, when Frank gets the beer from the fridge at the beginning of the show, he is seen with no hair on his chest. Then when he's upstairs, he has a hairy chest. Does this mean something or did they have a stand in for the first part of the shot? I can't imagine or I can't imagine they would do that. And I have to say, I totally didn't notice didn't the hairy and non-hairy chests. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that either. I don't understand I mean, what, I, what it would I, ever, even mean. Either. Yeah, it seems like it would have like no purpose what you know whatsoever for them to use two different people, or at least if they did use two different people, it's not supposed to mean anything that one chest <laughs> chest was hairy and one is not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what that uh, would. Mean. Yeah, that's good though. Uh, yeah. That's funny that 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 the uh, when people really watch a show like completely. Oh, dude! Yeah. I mean, like they they, they believe it. They really analyze it. Yeah. So uh, next, when Hurley is pulled over by Anna Lucia, they show the street behind him, but when he looks back after Anna Lucia talked to him, the street is completely different. Does this mean something as well, or just a continuity error? Continuity error. And I love the line Libby says hi. Again, something I totally didn't notice. Um, but I'm glad you did. That is good too. And he says the song playing on the radio at the gas station was dream police by cheap trick. Kind of an appropriate song after he just saw Anna Lucia in that dream. Yeah, that is great too. I mean, kind of a, a weird kind of sighting of Anna Lucia who happens to be a police officer and that song being on the radio afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have ever thought of that song, anything about it, but that does, it is fitting. It is <laughs> yeah. definitely fitting. He says it was also great to see Neil Frogert again. He became immediately the most annoying character the show has <laughs> ever had. And I'm sure everyone else cheered when he died of, of quote heartburn. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was happy to see him get a flaming arrow in the yes. chest. I, have to I mean, admit. I actually, it was actually, you know, of all the ways he could have died, that one to me actually justified his being annoying that bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> a gunshot just wouldn't have done, no, done that's him justice, too easy. I don't think. Oh, here's a good point here. Um, he says, numbers have always been scrutinized on the show. You know, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Now I'm curious, are we seeing new numbers? Have the numbers started changing? Kate gets on the elevator and tells Aaron to press three, or press three, one. New number. wait a minute, I'm getting confused here. Yeah, <laughs> press three. Um, new numbers to watch for, three, 31. Ben pulls 342 from the ticket reel at the butcher shop. Another three, and of course, 42, one of the old numbers. I think for them to save the island, they have to change the numbers. And of course, he points out something here we haven't talked about before. Um, but there's a connection between the numbers, the 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42, and an equation called the Valenzetti equation. And we'll get into that more during the hiatus. But basically, there's a scientific explanation that that explains why those numbers would be might be important. Hmm. Um, but we'll get more into that that later. 
but I like the point that he's bringing up the new numbers because that stuck out to me this episode as well. Yeah. You know, they clear they clearly had a shot of Ben pulling off that next number in the butcher shop, um, like they're wanting us to make note of those numbers. Yeah, I definitely I definitely noticed that too. And even with Kate, you know, it was it was, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. So I, I I didn't really kind of take it anywhere, but I definitely did pick up right. on it, and, and that's it's it's definitely a good theory. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to diving more into the numbers and stuff because that's one of the things we haven't spent much time on yet. Uh, that was such a huge part of, you know, everyone else's experience uh, watching this show for the first time was figuring out exactly why these numbers were important, what they could possibly mean, and why they had so many mysterious occurrences on the island. So we'll definitely dig into yeah. that more later. Right on. And he says, one of the greatest scenes of the show was Hurley telling his mom the truth about the island, the crash, and the others, Dharma, etc. So thank you very much, BCK and Debbie, for your comments. And as always, you can post your comments, questions, theories, or whatever um, over at our forums at lostmysterypodcast.com slash forums. And then go into the podcast episode discussions section there. And I've got uh, threads created all the way up through the end of season five. So you can post your comments well in advance and then we'll read them on the next show when we record it. Anything else before we wrap this bad boy up? That's it for me. All right. On Wednesday, we're going to be discussing Jughead, um, a great episode. And um, we really start to dig into season five with that episode. I think this one was pretty good. I mean, what do you think of it overall? It was pretty good. You know, I mean, uh, I can definitely see now that they aired them back to back. That this one didn't yeah. have as near as much content, but there's, you know, it definitely makes sense. You know, right? So yeah, this was kind of a lightweight episode, I think. Right. Um, but next to the previous episode, it was, you know, completely fine. I think. Right on. All right. Yeah. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, we will see you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.